This is episode 213 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel, represent for America, Peru, Manzano? Yeah, but, I mean, if, if their day is going like my day, or at least like my last 10 minutes is going, then uh, sorry, guys. I, I guess you guys are going to tank it this week. Will America versus America Haywood. North and South. Who America will come out on top? And it's not. (laughs) And Ryan, return of the rulings, Staniszewski. Yes, earlier today, word has spread. AMG has the official forum page with X Wing rules section. Yes, then that's where I want to start today's discussion. If you have not taken a look, the Atomic Mass Games has launched a forum. We are going to go ahead and drop the link in the chat right now. And if you're watching on YouTube later or listening on your favorite podcast platform of choice, there will be a link in the description. That's all that will be there. And essentially what you got there is the startings of a forum. There are three different sections and there's now an x-wing section there is a rules reference corrections section so this is any this supersedes what is currently in the rules reference they're adding it's mostly adding words or clarifications just for you know people to to uh, not nitpick at the rules there's some errata saying like hey this card is read this way now and there's some just adding of timing windows for cards that don't have a timing window and uh, just also there's useful links and there's a way for you to actually start a topic which would be submitting a question now if you submit a question right now it does need to be approved by a moderator so essentially what i'm thinking is they're going to look at all the questions and as they are usable they will either allow to post them or they will just take the answer and put it in one of these sections, which is what I honestly think will happen at first. I'm not sure how the whole submitting a topic thing is going to go, but the button is active when you make an account. So we don't, we don't know how exactly it's going to work there. But go ahead, take a look. It is official. It is, it's, and they do notate in there that it supersedes everything else it is the most up to date and they will they will notate on there as well is um they said in in several sections that for for instance the rules reference to say this will be these sections will be in here until they actually update the rules reference then they delete the ones that they're they're done with essentially it's a way for the rules committee to uh to actually like keep track of what needs to be updated and one of the things uh, that i noticed uh going into this uh ryan who is kind of spearheading the uh the rules well i mean so spearheading technically in the amg side we have amg the names that show up amg plumber i think it's the one that has as posted the most topics i think we've seen him on stream before it's one of the guys originally from amg brought on for the star wars projects uh and then there's amg luke but the ones more people may be familiar with that are moderators in these forums would be one very own d yoon and chris mitchell awesome 
Yeah, so with uh, with that, I, I'm I am happy to see it's, it's a gold star for AMG to see some community involvement there. Those are leaders in our game, in our community that are basic. I, I'm going to call it at the top of what it, what for the game structure is the most important, and that's the rules. There's people there that are in communication with AMG that are going to try to smooth out issues as they come up which is great i think it's really important that uh, they have the community engagement there because the reality is for us a lot of us have been involved with x-wing longer than amg has even been in existence right so there's going to definitely be some new people uh jumping on the boat there and it is it is good to see that connection those connections starting to be made with the community any thoughts, Will or Marcel, on uh, the forum popping up? Uh, I got a lot of questions on some of these uh, uh, some of these rules, um, but I will have to trust in the the moderators and those posting them. Then must have faith, Marcel. Um, it's great. I know a lot of people were wanting it and excited mm -hmm. for it uh i honestly don't care personally because I, I i was never on the original forums um and usually whatever event i was at if the judge said it the judge said it like okay like it's no skin off my back i mean everybody's playing by the same rules that day so i don't care <laughs> uh, well, well i don't care i do i, I do find it in, uh i do find it comforting that they've got a couple people that, you know, like uh, Chris and D that, and probably a couple other ones out there, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'd be surprised if Filippo or, you know, some of the other, you know, Daryl, some of the other judges weren't, weren't involved in some way. But, um, I mean, it's great that at least it's people that I recognize. Maybe it was people that I recognized on the old forum, too. But I don't know, because I was never there. So I'm sure they'll do great. Yeah, from from my understanding, the and again, this is this is like what's not not third hand, but like fourth hand. My understanding is that the FFG peeps would would definitely talk to the uh, the judge Illuminati. You guys have heard that tossed around but essentially the group of judges major judges in the game that would uh judge at the major events around the x-wing community and this is just this is now a very you know visible collaboration which i, I just think is really great d yoon out of the united states chris mitchell i believe is out of australia so there's two different parts of the world as well it's not just u.s based which i think is also important just to show that you know like hey like x-wing really is a worldwide game and uh and that's awesome so that's it for there you go ahead take a look we're not gonna break down like the exact rulings or anything like that you guys can read and um there are a couple things that i do find interesting in there but that's not our focus for today our main topic today is we're going to be talking about what does casual play mean? But before we jump into that, by the way, thank you to everybody who participated in the Discord discussion. There was a lot of great 
posts in there. I'm going to bring be bringing up some of that information. But I think this is going to be an interesting topic today. And let me be forward here before we actually jump into it. My intent today is not to walk out with any answers, but it's simply to have a discussion and try to kind of navigate through what is in my my mind a giant gray area this idea of casual play but uh marcel we're kicking it over to you team usa update hit it i thought you were kicking it over to me for casual okay um no so team usa update yeah so this week the group Oh, well, all the groups finished um, the second week, so we're starting on the third. Second week, Team USA played against Hungary. Uh, Hungary was 1-0 coming into today. Uh, they had beaten... Uh, what did they beat? They beat Malta week mm -hmm. one. And then, um, yeah, we, we were able to pull that off. I think you guys had us going too even, too, I mean, too good, too bad, three even mm -hmm. uh, last week. That's what you guys did, I believe. Uh, but we ended up going six and one. Um, uh, overcoming Ray, the odds. Overcoming mm -hmm. the odds. And Carson Ray once again just uh, clawing his way back when nobody think he thought he could. If you haven't seen it, I think um, I'm trying to. I think uh, Bartos Polska X Wing. I think is the one that streamed it. Maybe I, I think that was the one. But it's definitely worth watching. Uh, spoiler alert. Skip ten seconds if you haven't seen it and you plan to but yeah he was um down 87 0 with like nine minutes left and was able to come back and win like a hundred and something to 87 wow in the last, like, seven or eight minutes uh with a one hole lulo again and, <laughs> and wedge also i mean now wedge and pull so hunging around and this week we've got chile um and we're i don't know i don't think we're gonna break down all the lists like we did in the past um but yeah so we're this week we're playing chile i don't know if you guys want to rate it towards the end i don't know i haven't seen the agenda i was dealing with technical issues but um, all right no we're we're, we're, we're jumping yeah. we're jumping in, into it right now here's the pairings i need i need uh quick hits on what everything is so that we can give you give we gotta see how the odds go so right now <laughs> you we, we U.S. is two and zero, right? Two and zero, going into uh, going into this round, which is awesome. And uh, give us these matchups. What do we got here? So the the Imperial list. Steve Cotillo is flying the strike the Goran Strikers. What's the Republic list for team? This is Team Chile. Yeah, Team Chile. And I don't have my regular computer, so I have to go. Okay, so it is which one are you starting with? Republic versus Empire. All right, so our oh me okay, yeah. So I know that one because I'm playing it. So I am. No, no, no. You're playing no. the imperialist. Steve's imperial. Oh, okay. You said republic. So yeah, you're mean. playing against the the Imper the republic list. Yes. Okay. We should so, probably start by saying our team. I I did I did I'll serve it up again. I did. <laughs> we'll try. We'll we'll, we'll go, go through it again. Cut. I said. I cut. <laughs> no no um so. First matchup here, we got Steve Cotillo with the Imperialist, the Goran Strikers. What is the Chilean Republic list? I got that wrong. 
I see I see you in looking at the same thing I am. Did I get that wrong? No. Uh, this is Victor Rolas, and he's flying three seven B Jedi's with Luminara, um, chopper, and calibrated CLT. Ah, uh, two hundred versus the uh, our team, um, or excuse me, uh, Steve's Imperials at one ninety eight. So his uh, Shadow Squadron or whatever they're called, whatever the Black, Black Squadron. Squadron Scouts. Yeah, yes, the I three Strikers against I three Jedi. Like big, right? Because not only are they moving second with ailerons, but they're also shooting second with discipline. Yeah, that's a big one because, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. if, if one of them dies, they all get, take the advantage that same turn. Yep. And guess what? Just because everyone's I3 now, now Gorin doubles down as Nash because they're still going to shoot anyway. Pretty much, yeah. So you got yeah, Gorin and if Nash. You can't, you, can't, you can't block him because of Gorin anyways. Even if you do block him, they get a focus token. So, no big deal. All right, so Lumion Three Nights. I will tell you, we actually got gameplay from Victor on GSP uh, this weekend, so I got to see him play. Um, Ryan, what do you think of this matchup? Um, I think because of the bid and the strikers and discipline, I think I got to give it to Steve. It could still be a close matchup, but I think just that bid, the fact of being second player, is a big deal in the I three versus I three. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat with you. I'm thinking that Steve has the advantage there. Next, we got Marcel Manzano flying the three regen ships. You got Annie, Rick, and Obi-Wan in the Ada 2. Marcel, what is your first order opponent? My first order opponent is um, Daniel Rodriguez, and it is a Malrus swarm. It is Malrus with Prowse Tradition and six Typhos, so a total of seven arcs. So it's a seven ship Malrus swarm. Easy. <laughs> hey, don't, yep. don't influence their decisions. No, no. Uh, you know what? You know what's funny? He's not. He the only way he's influenced my decisions because he's played that matchup against me once before. Really? With the, with the exact regen list, and I and I tried out a Malrus swarm in the. Uh, and if you remember the Kyber Elimination League, me and Marcel mm. got matched up in like the third oh, or that's fourth right. round. That's right. And I wanted to try out the Malware Swarm just once, and he brought his his Regen Jedi. He'll be fine. Marcel will win this one. <laughs> Granted, I I am not as a seasoned person of a Malware Swarm player. I don't know if this other person is, but um, I think it, it's seven arcs is always it's never easy. Yeah. true but i think you have a lot of tools to mitigate the arcs you have a lot of ways to still get mods and make sure that um those two attack dice have to go through as many clouds as necessary and make them as uh, mitigated as you needed need them to be plus all that regen two well, die attacks with with your regen you can just get those back really easily any damage you take will what are you what are you thinking are you thinking that maybe this is a little bit more 50 50 I mean, I assume uh, I assume from this matchup, Marcel, this was chosen uh, by the Chileans. Yeah, they picked and, it. We gave them options. Okay. They picked it. Uh, I mean, I, I this I know what my opinions are and what we have for in the team. What what is your opinion, Dion? I, I'm I'm gonna call it fifty fifty. 
just because okay. the number of arcs if you have somebody playing seven ships they they need to at least have an idea of what's going on if if yeah the real the reality is that if they catch marcel with the swarm any of those ships in all seven arcs on a turn if Marcel lets, hey, you never know. Somebody pulls sure. something about, uh, you know, you, you know, you got a lot of tricks, but well, if they well, don't work. I, I mean, Von Reg has faced off a whole resistance form before, so it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, I'm going to go ahead and call it 50-50, all right? I'm going to call it 50-50. All right, let's I, move I, on. I, go I, ahead. I, know, I believe in Marcel. I, I got a one question for you, Marcel. We we rate things by player, and then there's a cap your captain's veto. No, <laughs> it's a complete list. I mean, it, oh, you oh. mean by player? Yeah. So basically, it's not a captain's veto. It says it says peer reviewed. No. So basically, the way that we do oh, the, the okay. we do the matchups, or that we do like whether we like it a, a matchup or not, is every player goes and rates their own. Like, oh, I believe this mm. is good, bad, even I think okay. 50, 50, whatever. But then whoever shows up during the weekend like two or three of us usually like four will sure. review all of them and kind of veto it it's like okay you know and we'll be like oh he says it's, it's good he's he's kind of smoking a little so let's 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 knock him back a few pegs or sometimes right. somebody's just afraid of something because they hate playing against it but it's probably a good matchup so he's like nah okay you don't want to play that but you should that makes so. sense because I thought the second column was Captain's Veto, and for some reason you had marked yourself one way and then Captain's Veto a different way. I was yeah, like, yeah. You, got, you got two different hats in yeah. this team. So actually, yeah, I, I originally Player put hat and bad. Captain hat. Yeah, I'll say what it is. I originally put right. bad for this matchup. Sure. Because I don't like seven arcs. And then the other people that were on were like, nah, you should be fine. <laughs> all right i was just yeah, a little, little with the matchup i had against you and we've literally played this before granted i didn't one of my fo's was revis a surprise one of theirs isn't might be who knows but i did have proud tradition malrus you handled it pretty i mean you you there were there, there will be one or two scary turns and then you can probably manage it from there all right well let's right. let's keep it let's keep it rolling here sure. uh Doug Howe uh, bringing the Von Reg Kylo Ren duo combo mega bid here versus resistance what? This is uh, two pods, three T70s. We have Rose and Finn, uh, and then Heroic Red Bastion and Jessica Pava. Um, so this is reminds me of a showdown, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, what is your... No, uh, Nimi. You got it. Nimi is so good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> was it Nimi instead of Red? Is that, was that the... Or it was, no, it was Nimi, Nimi instead, instead of, of Red, of but there's enough points to where I can't... I don't think I can take Finn. I had to take Vibrati, which I still think oh, that's she's right. pretty good for that's the right. dial, for checking for blocks and basically putting that on someone like Von, right? So to say. I definitely understand Finn. I know the Reds with Heroic can still do work, but man... Nimi is so good. <laughs> yeah, if, if she's got that focus token, uh, Nimi or they—I don't know—they uh, yeah. have very good offensive striking power or defensive mm -hmm. for that matter, right? Works out both ways. Yep. Nice. So, um, I, like very similar matchup I had against Marcel, um, but 
slightly different tools there for the resistance uh, list, and slightly different stuff, I think, because he's because Doug has proton torpedo, not ion, and I think it Bonreg doesn't have a missile. Uh, I said it last week. Uh, I'll probably continue to say it throughout. I believe in Doug. Like it's probably closer to like a 50-50 because there are three T-70 arcs pointing at stuff, but only two of them can be really well modded. And I don't know how much how often Bastion's really gonna get that lock. Because it's like I feel like Doug will be able to maintain range control to not allow that range one to two with Bastion. If he does allow that, it's probably kind of big mistake spot, but sure. Um I, I believe in Doug to take the win in this one. I'm leaning towards Doug as well, just because we I know how patient he can be. One of the problems with pods and X-Wings is if the X-Wings get a little excited and they start going faster than the pods, it can end up spread apart. And that's exactly what Doug wants. Spread, spread, the, spread the group out enough where I can start picking away. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and vote uh, vote Doug there as well. Next, we go William Hagwood. That's a cool guy. With Bosk, <laughs> Fenral, and Kanan Jarrus in the Hawk versus yeah, a I'll, Rebel Squad. What's going on there? I'll, I'll take this one. I'll say and get a couple of the next ones. Um, so it is uh, 2A, 2X, um, which is Hera with Proton Rockets. Ahsoka with clusters, Garvin, Dreyas, and Wedge Antilles. Uh, as a note, uh, we're both at 200 for the fours and sixes there. Ooh. So really the only sort of token passing is just from Hera. Like, Hera and well, Garvin, no, so, yeah. So, so, so and two tubes. Have... He's got two tubes. What? Doesn't he? Juan Pablo Cavaglia? I say Ahsoka I does have her ability. Name. Cluster missiles is an Am I not looking at the right though. one? No, you're right. It's just Kyle and Garvin. There's no Kyle either. What, what am I watching at? What? Oh, uh, it's Wedge, Ahsoka. <laughs> oh, what team am I looking at? What team are you looking at? Uh, yeah, I'm so looking at what you're playing against. Are you? No, I'm talking about what scum you. Oh, you're looking at scum. That. No, I'm looking at their rebel. Your scum. I am so confused. Okay. Anyways, so, so there are two rebel scum matchups in this. Yes, your Correct. Matthew Carey is going up against their scum. Okay. Right. But this is what, what William is going against. <laughs> yeah, but correct. Matthew yeah, Carey does he have three A wings and Janors anyway? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there would be no Kyle in either one. Uh, no, there's no Kyle. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, two uh, A, two X. When you put it that way, it sounds really easy, right? Just two A wings and two X wings. Yeah. What's your thoughts? So, Wedge can plank in more damage than a standard X wing, obviously, but Hera's going to be very choosy when she jumps in with the proton rocket. Um. Soka can help out. Cluster Missiles is a very interesting choice. I'm not sure if I like that with Soka that much. She can take locks more than any other A-Wing. Oh, sure. I just, like, I mean, sounds like ran out of points if it's at 200, but I really like yeah. Concussion Missile or Proton Rocket on her with Instinctive Aim or something, but... Yeah, one point shy. Yeah. K 
Kate and Jairus are so good. <laughs> and that, that, that boss reinforces also pretty. This is probably, this could be a 50-50, but Wedge X-Wing is a jousting ship, not Wedge A-Wing. And I feel like amongst all the fire fight in the beginning, like you might lose half on boss and he just loses all of Wedge in the process. I, I think one of the things that's... Uh, I, you're both at 200, the dice roll. I think yeah. this is going to be absolutely critical. Um, if you win it and you're able to control not only the movement of Bosk, but also when the Greedo trigger happens. Because there's those are, those are potentially a bunch of ships, a lot of ships shooting before your Bosk trigger. And that could be, that could be bad news in the well, early so game. Let, let me bounce that back to you. So you're assuming I would take initiative so Boss can shoot before Garvin, but then my Fen has to move before Hera and Wedge. Yeah, uh, you you're right. Fen moving after. Yeah, you're I right. I mean, already Bosk is shooting, like, he's got three ships, the bo both of the A-Wings and yeah. the Wedge X-Wing that's shooting before. Ahsoka's a five, right? Yeah, Ahsoka's, Ahsoka's a, five. a five. Yeah, Garvin's the only four, so. So I, I know what you're saying, but I, I would. No, it's, oh, yeah, right. it's, it's Fen, yeah. It's Fen, yeah, okay. You, you want Fen to move later so that he could threaten Wedge or even Hera if uh, if you find an opportunity to pounce on her and he leaves her open. All right. Because <sighs> if there's one good thing about stopping some of the rebel socialism of tokens, it's uh, forcing Hera to spend her own token defensively as you shoot her. All right. Um, I mean, I'm feeling I'm feeling like what we're tiptoeing around is that this feels like a 50-50 matchup. Probably. Yeah, it might it might be decided on the on the dice roll, but obviously. I don't think it's that hard. Fen can I think Fen can live pretty well. Like he's not too against. Just it's sure he might take a range one shot when someone's out of arc, but he's Fen and has Concordia and a focus, so he's pretty safe most of the time. It's more of how much more you can put pressure on his I6s if you move last. Yep. Sure. Makes sense. All right. Moving on to uh, Matt Carey's. Marcel, you want, as you've already looked this matchup over, it sounds like. You want to read it so, out to us? So, yes. as a reminder, Matt Carey, three A Wings, Hera, Ahsoka, and Baby Wedge, Wedge uh, mm -hmm. with Janors in the Hawk pumping up those shots. And, a, and a wild Kayla in the background. Yeah, she's watching so so. Uh, so, yeah, his opponent is playing Fen Rao with Fearless. Old Throck with Fearless. Uh, last week, we played something similar with both of these guys. Um, but mm -hmm. this time, it's... Uh, oh, it was both of these guys, and I think... Uh, it was uh, Han. Han Solo mm -hmm. coordinating at I-6. This time, they have Paylob. Uh, also, uh, Protector... Uh, whatever, blood. Uh, false transponder codes, thermal detonators, engine upgrade, and moldy crow. So he's got a stealing token, throwing out coordinates. Um, yeah. So it's it's the it's match rebels against this. Who's got the bid right now? Uh, the scum player has the bid. Yep. That, that's looking rough. Because you got old T. I mean, old T will move before 
Hera, but Old T could just threaten by being in front of Hera um, to stop some token passing. And you got Paylob that just says, if you're in my arc, arcs, like range one to two, I just take it. So, and, and Fen gets to move after all the other ships. Even though it's th three against four, I think those three have a lot of tools to do with Matt Carey's list right now. Uh, I'm I'm in that same boat. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and and call it for scum. Matt, Matt, prove us wrong though. Give us another. Give, give yeah. us another like big big wins. One loss max. That's right. Just just, just pull a Carson, <laughs> like the yeah, chat just, said. Just don't look at old T and kill Paylob. Um, no big deal. Just yeah, unironically just. kill Paylob <laughs> as fast as possible. <laughs> All yeah, right. Whatever that takes. And then we move into a Separatist v. Separatist match. Zam and the Vultures versus what? I'll take this one. So it is mm -hmm. six tech... Oh, you're going to love this one. Uh, six <laughs> Techno Union Bombers with uh, Proximity Mines, uh, Landing Struts, and two of them with Discord Missiles. So six uh, techno what's, union the, what's the name of the player? Because I know that there is someone in South America. It might be Chile. It might be somewhere else that has it consistently be been running that squad uh, for a long time. Juan Pablo has. Gonzalez. That sound familiar, Dion? And his, I'll tell you, his uh, Discord is uh, JP Gonzalez. So. Mm, I don't Pablo know. Gonzalez. I don't know. But we have, we've seen this on stream before. It is really good. It it is really good. the The biggest tool that I feel that Danny that uh, that Daniel has is the fact that he does have has Zam, and Zam can run away, right? Mm -hmm. Can run away and avoid the hyenas coming into range one and and dropping death pizza. Yeah, you also got to think though. He's got five. Um, so the thing is, he's also got five um, of his own little drones. I know they, they have less health, but they do tend to just in general play a little bit more defensive and and have... Um, you know, so just curious. Have the, you know, uh, what, what's his, uh, Daniel has the bid. So they're all I wants. They're not getting popped. Daniel has a bid. He gets to choose... Uh, move or token and also typically the um, drones will have just more calculates because they're linked action so calculate it's not a link to a bearer yep. so they'll usually so that is more. a big deal in the initial exchange uh, I mean even though he has the bid I would want to go first I want to take up the space my vultures want to be where they want to be yep. and I'm going to block your hyenas so you have very little to no tokens assuming they stay in a general formation and do as much damage on the first exchange as possible, and then the vultures kind of spread away, and Zam kind of kind of starts picking at what she can, and not opting into the the pizza play because none of them are bombardment drones, right? None of them can drop it forward; they're all back. Sure. The only thing Correct. forward is the discord missiles. Yep. Which, if a vulture takes a discord missile, that's a, that's a discord missile not on Zam. Yep. <laughs> give me, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> beep boop, beep boop. Right. It's also one less calculate for their attacks and defense too. Then, yep. right? Like, which cool. theoretically, if you're moving before the hyenas, you have solid chances to block a lot of those and not even get discord missiles off. 
Yep, and th and they can't roll to get the discord missile like a vulture could. Yeah. All right. I am. Uh, I, I still think it's probably fifty-fifty. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm a bit helps in being first player for the vultures. We'll go ahead and write it up for fifty-fifty with a with a maybe a, a lean a lean towards Daniel. We'll give him a little star, a little star in the corner there, just like uh, yeah, just like we did Marcel here, little star. All right, and last but not least, Carson Ray, um, the hero of the resistance himself, Poe, Lulo, and Zari, is it? Uh, run me that third ship. Oh, Lulo, Jess, Ooh. and Rose. Jess yes, and Rose, yeah. Rose. Yeah, yes. All right, so uh, what is the Imperial list that Carson is playing against? I got it. He's mm -hmm. playing against Cristobal, and Cristobal is flying Vader with fire control system and afterburners. He's flying the Grand Inquisitor naked, and then he's got Echo with passive sensors, Fifth Brother, and Juke. And um, Carson has the, the bid. Interesting. So Poe's moving after Vader? Mm-hmm. Uh, if yep. I remember correctly, Carson's Poe does not have any munitions for a weapon hardpoint, right? Yeah, no munitions. He might have a jam in there. I don't know, but nothing of note. Well, I guess the jam does count, but jamming he's be, like so oddly. But he's got to be I, moving I, second, though. Moving second, shooting second. I mean, jam, jamming yeah. beam against Echo is pretty funny. Be like, nah, <laughs> nah, don't, don't decode. Yeah, there are some weird corner cases the jamming beam might actually be useful, but maybe. But yeah, it's Lulo and that and of course that means Lulo is also uh, moving after Grand Inquisitor mm -hmm. Lulo yeah nice yeah. is um does Echo have like a collision detector on it or any, oh, any shenanigans passive, passive Off, it's offensive Pass, Echo. offensive Echo okay yeah Juke passive yeah yeah oh Juke as well Juke yeah, he's, passive it's, 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 it's a chunky that is a very echo. chunky Echo um, I'm gonna be honest I'm leaning I'm starting to lean towards Carson. There's there's a lot lot of tools that I feel that Carson has just by having that bid, and with with something like that's why I was asking about Echo because if Echo has collision detector or has the more kind of like hard to track down upgrades, I feel like it's a lot more difficult to take care of that if someone knows how to fly that really well. It also depends on if they if they're using Vader and Grand Inquisitor as a way to generate hard to pin down Echo because if you go after Echo and you're even a little wrong, Vader and Grand Inquisitor are on a like a, an aggressive path. So it's kind of a mm -hmm. choose situation if they set it up that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Echo's the one who can disengage and just cloak and just token up or whatever if need be. That's why actually a lot of people I think have been investing more in an Echo because they realize that you can just fly away cloaked and it's not a big deal. So, All right. Well, we'll Ryan, let's go ahead and make a call. What what are you feeling? Mm, I'm I'm leaving fifty fifty actually. What do you think? What? What's this butt? Where's the camera? Like give us the butt. I, I I would do the little star next to Carson Ray. <laughs> oh, so sixty forty is what you're trying to say? Probably, yeah. 
Temper's uh, 55. 55. He gets the <laughs> because of the bid? Is that what you're yeah, deciding the factor? Well, so it's it's the fight of like, sure, you have a bid, but Vader is such a better ship than Poe, right? So a lot <laughs> of times that Vader can just yeah. outdo what Poe can do. Yeah. But sure. it's also Carson Ray, right? Like we've seen what he's been able to do at the same time. So. Right. All right. I, so I believe I'm I'm in the same position. I believe in Carson Ray, but this is probably fifty-fifty. It depends on if uh, it really. I think it depends on Carson's jousting squad, his Jess and Rose, how much they can. If they're not shooting at these aces, like, like it's dead. Yeah, weight, that's you know that's I mean? a big factor. Like, and making sure Lulo, even though moving, being able to move after Echo and Grand Inquisitor doesn't get hunted down by Vader easily or picked on somewhere in the match. So after all that, it looks like what we've said is we think we've got two wins nailed down, one loss, and four toss-ups. Two, one, and four. Well, well, we'll find out next week what happens. Since this is in Chile, I'm hoping that we can get quite a few of these games in the U.S. time zone uh, this weekend since, you know, we're, we're stacked on top of each other. Most likely there will be collaborations with some of the other South American squads, so looking forward to that. Um, but look, look for the schedule on our Discord for when we will be streaming all that jazz. But... Good luck to Team USA right now. Team USA is 2-0 and in the competition. And we will see what ends up happening here in another... Commanding 2-0. Uh, command. two losses overall. It's very true. Yeah, very true. No, nobody else has two wins. And uh, we are five individual wins above Chile. Um, Spain and Australia... Who are supposed to be our competition in this group? Well, William, before you throw too much shade, <laughs> Spain, 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 Spain had a bye first round. Spain did have that. a bye week. So. Spain had a bye, and that came they came back with a five-two win over Australia. So they took what was supposed to be our competition and demolished it. So let's not talk about Spain yet. <laughs> let's see. Let's see how a couple more weeks go. Yeah, they have five wins in one week, which is fair. They're keeping up pace, but uh, Australia, man. Zero wins so far. Because um, they faced off against Chile and Spain, which was... Uh, Chile was like fifth. Chile was supposed to be better than Sweden. Um, but we'll see. Sweden had the week off. Uh, going into week three with only one win. So they... Sweden. Uh, trying to get back on the horse. All right. Well, well uh, this is this has been really exciting. After we get through the... Uh, the first, it's seven rounds, right? After seven we get through rounds. those seven rounds, probably in, because uh, the U.S. bye week is week seven, if I'm not mistaken, right? We, no, it's it's after five. this week, I think. No, no, it's after after this week we play we play Chile, then uh, Spain, Spain, then a bye, then Malta, and finish with Australia. Yeah, All right. Gonna be great uh, so, so, you, so you face the the theoretical juggernaut in Spain, and then get a week off. Correct. Yeah. 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 We and have to go like it's... lick our wounds and if we came out victorious, <laughs> kind of patch ourselves up. If we came uh, out on the I other end, uh, see who we. I think our schedule is great because uh, Malta has like almost identical lists to Australia. 
So it's going to be a great warm up, in my opinion. Would you would you say that Marcel that they have similar list? Not the same. I would list, say that but... to you guys. I don't know if I would say that to Malta. Just get them start licking their chops from now. Like, oh, you guys are just our warm up against the real. No, yeah, it's not a warm up. Straight up, call one of the competition a warm up. No, no, no. Like, that's not what I meant at all. I meant that like it would. It's uh, because they're so close. Those to are the related. quiet parts. <laughs> what? No, we I'm love Malta. bulletin board material. <laughs> no, we want we want the competition. But Walter better be looking out. Bring your best. That's uh, right. But but also, yeah, we're also gonna be mostly scouting for Australia. But maybe not. <laughs> maybe maybe Australia can't get any wins. Uh I mean you shouldn't be worried about them, so there's a lot well, of he, drama in group well, he, he, one right matchup at a time. <laughs> well, you know, you let, let's let's play uh our, our you know armchair analyst here. Um one of the realities could be depending on what the standings are going into that last week, the the matchup against Australia might not matter, right? Because the goal I mean, yeah. The goal is to get into the cut. Is there any and here's my question, is there any advantage to like to sweeping? If we sweep besides bragging rights, is there any advantage in the seeding or anything like that? No, cuz it's round robin, so it doesn't matter. Right, it doesn't matter. So in, get in and get into the round robin, so so yeah. wh- here here is here's what I would do, okay? This is this is like my coach brain going on. If going into the last week we're like guaranteed in guaranteed in you make sure that anybody who hasn't played yet any of the uh, i would make sure that both of the uh, backups play in that week you make sure that they get games in uh i would try to take hard matchups for everybody else who's playing just to get reps in like that 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 becomes a uh a, a, a matchup week for training Rather than for 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 just make make sure that it has value outside of just of course the value of playing a game of X-wing. Well, to be fair, we would have to go undefeated up until then, and Australia would have to be um, so they, low that they couldn't. They would have to not suck as much as they sucked the last two weeks. So if, if they get <laughs> yeah, their they, stuff together, dramatic comeback. It wouldn't matter, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, not necessarily. Uh, we'll I'm we'll saying, see. like, if we don't oh, have to yeah. necessarily have to win out because if things stay even, right? If the mm-hmm. if if you know some everybody gets a couple losses here, and we're maybe sitting at like five and there's five and one, right? If we're sitting at five and one, five and two might be enough to get in, no matter how the math works out. Oh, so, sure. Well, uh, Marcel, what are the tiebreakers again? It's most wins yeah, at then head to head. No, and then individual wins. Yeah, like yeah, that's what I'm... individual wins. But um, I think there's there's about a month. There's about five weeks between the last one, so I don't I wouldn't worry about like because our list will change anyway between this and the finals. And also, uh, Kenny and um, Tommy will be getting games in throughout. Like last week, it was Kenneth Kenneth that played the Steve. Oh um, yeah, the Goran Strikers was was Kenny. Uh, Lions. It wasn't. It wasn't Steve. Yeah, big big um, shout out to. Yeah, uh, like Kenny. I know Tommy's on, on on the hook to play, Von Reg, um, the Von the Supernatural Kylo. He's got some big. That's some big shoes to fill with yeah, with, big, with taking Doug Australia. Yeah, reliable Doug. Yeah. 
So he's gonna have to pull it off against Australia. We'll probably give him Octagon, you know, all the all the uh, <laughs> tractor beams and say, "All right, Tommy, good, good luck." Tommy. <laughs> you got this. You got this, man. Uh, uh, anyway, and also, uh, yeah, they'll they'll be playing throughout. So yeah, we're 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 all getting reps. All righty. Well. Let's get into our main topic here. Um, I wanted to talk about, and you know, I don't, I don't have like formal notes for this today because it's more a, a discussion that I wanted to have with you guys, you, the chat, um, our X-Wing community. But we're we're getting to a point where there's a lot of stores opening up uh, again to to weekly play nights, tournaments are being planned, um, depending on the local area and all that, and. The question is popping up again, which is important, is how do I build community? And one of the most common phrases I see are make sure that it's more casual. Now, I, I want to start by eliminating one one road just because that's not a road I want to I don't, I don't want to explore today. I am not talking about the idea of fly casual, right? The 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 attitude of making sure that you're positive in the game. Um, that that's not where we're going. That's not where we're going. I'm gonna go because that's too easy to talk about. I want to have the more gray area, ambiguous conversation, and that is when people when somebody gives this suggestion of. You know, like, oh, you know, more casual play. I have seen the definition of casual play drastically change depending on the person. And and because then the next question is, what list do you bring then? What, what list equals casual play? And then going from there. So I want to start the conversation by simply asking you, Will, we'll go ahead and start with you. I say, hey, let's play a casual game. What does that mean to you? A uh, casual game. Uh, to me, that means um, uh, with with no conversations of like, uh, what do I want to say? Like uh, like a practice for something specific, right? Not not practicing for anything. We're just meeting up at the local game store for a casual game. Um, what that means to me is that I, I don't need to bring something. Um, uh, meta or top tier necessarily. Um, I, I reach more for something either that um, I I have a whole list of ships that are uh, back catalog to where I just want to see them on the table or I want to see them do well. Um, but mm -hmm. also uh, things that I fly like uh, um, it would be well here, pretty standard for me is. Uh, uh, named all named pilots, all different chassis, right? Typical salad, um, with like essentially minimal craziness, right? Like no mm -hmm. tractors, no cloaking, no weird things like that, right? Um, not to like dumb down the game, but like I just want, um, I don't want to stop halfway through and have an argument about, uh, you know, who you, I'm dropping a bomb before you decloak or blah blah blah, like things like that, right? So it is pretty much just like point and shoot, uh, or what, what do I call it? Move and shoot X-Wing, where you get a lot of those triggers out of there. We're flying more, um, not necessarily simplified, but for me personally, that, that means simplified. Like mm -hmm. I'm talking like one or two upgrades because I don't want to use my mental power in a casual game if we're trying to have fun, right? 
I'm not trying to remember all the upgrades on my Havoc. Um, but then at the same time, uh, for me, casual games is uh, uh, we're trying to learn. Uh, we're trying to learn the game, learn the ships, get more familiar with them, uh, which means mistakes can and will happen. And it's whatever situation or the thought process, I would say, is that this we're both trying to learn and have fun. If, I mean, I can do examples all day, but essentially excusing obvious errors um, or even um, something that was, well, I guess errors. I don't know how to describe it more than that, right? Something that's like too obvious, right? Or like, right. Uh, like we're, we, bo we both lined up for a joust, right? And right before the joust, you're, you thought the two bank would get over the rock. It didn't. It landed right on the rock. And uh, I would, in a casual game, casual here, where we're trying to have fun, I'd be like, all right, we haven't even engaged yet. Just do the three because it'll clear the rock or whatever, right? Um, because if that ship landed on that rock and all my whole list shoots at it, the game's not going to be very fun for my opponent. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, that's very specific, right? But I kind of use it as an example of ensuring that the game is fun and that we are both learning uh, while doing so, right? Mm -hmm. um, oh. And that, that affects, uh, like I said, it affects, you know, well, as you said, like what list you're bringing and really your attitude towards um, uh, your opponent. Now, as we continue to explore here, let me let me explain why I'm going to have everybody kind of go through their definition is for myself personally, I learn the best when I hear different people's perspective, because sometimes it's it's just a couple of things that can change, completely change a mindset when there is just you, you take a moment. This is us living in the other person's shoes. Ryan, what does. When I say let's play a casual game, what does that mean to you? Uh, well, the first thing I would do is I would say, hey, what what kind of game do you want to play? Do we want to have any special missions? Do we want to make up any cool objectives? Do we want to like if what if you're asking me for a casual game as someone who's more experienced, I would immediately go back like, what do you plan on flying? Because whatever faction you'll bring, I'll bring the thematic faction that's supposed to fight, like whatever. Um, I want to make it as authentic of a Star Wars experience as I can, I guess. I might not go full theme squad, but I'll definitely err on the side of like, I'm going to pick ships and stuff I haven't flown in ever. Like, I'm pretty sure the second edition ships I haven't flown since the second edition has come out and I can find some to use. Um, I'd want to uh, see, you know, is this, uh, is this a setup where they want to try something out, whether it's a different format or style of play and see if we can build on it do they want this to be something that is uh that they build upon as like a story aspect right do they want to you know do we do want a, a, some type of escalation where like oh yeah we're going to start with the small battle but like after because we, we might be playing games throughout the whole night but one game is going to cover the whole night. So like maybe we start with a small force and we get bigger and bigger and there's a big battle at the end of it. Right. Climac climactic theme for fun. Um, a lot of things that Will had said, the learning aspect, because I've actually had a friend that I've known for 
many years. Like we we go back to when Halo Two was on Xbox One, nice. Xbox Live when it was first a thing. So um, he was like, "Hey, you know, I, I work at a at an LGS down in Ohio. I've seen X Wing. I like Star Wars." He asked me to start playing on TTS. And uh, same thing. I'm like, "What do you want to enjoy playing?" He's like, "I like these factions, this factions." And whenever he plays a faction, I'm like, I immediately go, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the other faction that's supposed to face him." And like, "What do you like in that squad? What do you want to see when I play against you?" Like, it's a lot of gear towards. What do they want? Because I've had so much time and experience that I don't really care what I play. I want to make it as fun, engaging, and for them, if they want to learn as much knowledge as possible. And like Will said, not make it as confusing. I will try and limit the amount of upgrades so there's not like, hey, this card does this thing, so this does this thing, and then this does that thing, and their opponents across tables sit like, wait, what was the first one? Like, I don't know. So, yeah, I it's a lot of the theming and making it feel as much like Star Wars as possible because that's what a lot of people have, like, went on the game for. If this game didn't say X-Wing or Star Wars on it, I probably would have gotten into it. Very true. Now, to clarify a question in the chat, I am purposely not giving a scope on whether this is new players or not. We're simply defining the mindset of casual play. Go ahead, Marcel. Um, I haven't dropped yet, so it's an improvement. So that, that's <laughs> you said uh, it now. Somebody knock on wood. Yeah. yeah, I don't have any wood. I'm surrounded by metal. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, I, I think the the first thing is to consider is like the outcome doesn't matter. Um, especially for people who play competitive almost, ex not almost exclusively, about 80 to 90% of the games are in some type of either league or something where the, uh, that's probably where I would go like um, a casual game is the outcome doesn't matter. So just by saying the outcome doesn't matter, that means I can fly anything I want. Uh, I can, you know, I, I, I can go and remember Asajj and you know the jump masters and like hey i own seven jump masters what happens if i put as many as i can on the table and do that kind of stuff um so that that would be the first i think thing that comes to the mind is the outcome doesn't matter um but then the next thing yeah actually i would say that that's the outcome doesn't matter the other another one that outcome doesn't matter is um like training for something because you're just training for to, the, to learn Mm -hmm. You're practicing to learn, so the outcome doesn't matter, but the process does. So, th so I guess the game matters because you're learning something in the process, regardless of how it ends, win or lose, doesn't matter. So, I would say those are not casual. I don't think that would be considered casual, even if someone on one side doesn't care. The person who's practicing is there to learn. So, um, so yeah, I would say the the game itself doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't have any implication on the outcome of anything. Uh, it matters just for fun. And then the outcome doesn't matter. It's just, just for fun. You'll learn stuff, and you'll get better, maybe. But maybe you won't. And it won't matter. Okay. So, now I'm going to start kind of shaping our conversation just a little bit more. So, the reason I wanted to start by defining it is... When when we throw out this 
just the the phrase casual play, even though there was some common threads between all three of your definitions, you guys didn't say the exact same thing. There were different branches going off. I think the most common thing between it is the fact is that the outcome doesn't matter. I think that's probably the most interest, like the most common thread be, be, between all three of them. But now I want to start kind of, like I said, get, getting more into the nitty gritty because I, I've been thinking a lot about Marcel, our specific play group. Okay, our specific play group, and. You know, we we call them casual nights or league nights, right? But those two definitions for the same day are counter to each other. Because when we're doing a league, it's competitive, right? Like it, we yeah, we I mean. we are competing against each other. We're having fun, and what can give it the casual feel is more the attitude right this is where where the the road that i have blocked off right now the fly casual road yes there but this is this is where i want to start clarifying a little bit and i want to start talking about the new player or attracting people that haven't played x-wing to the game or keeping people who don't care about competitive play and this is again, we I don't have any perfect answers here, but I think it's important to set expectations correctly going into it so that when somebody communicates to you, I want to play a casual game, that you ask more questions. Because l- let me let me tell you, in our chat, we're talking about casual play. I've seen two extremes. I saw somebody say play really simple lists, and then somebody say play jank. And jank usually means a million upgrades, right? That do something really weird that normally wouldn't be competitive, but you're trying to get the uh, uh, the, the the machine to to trigger. So, because this this completely opposite definitions of what casual play can appear, I think it's important to have more conversations than just call it casual play. I think you have to have a more defined plan. I think that possibly, and especially, you know, in our in our local group, we're starting talking about coming back and we're excited to play against, you know, play with each other again. But one of the things that's in the back of my mind is how are we going to get people to play this game again? Because in reality, our store, we definitely have people who are willing to play, you know, not medalists. But... You know, if if we go, if we fast forward, you know, a year, you know, pandemic aside, everything's good, and it's just a normal Gold Squadron League. It's competitive. That's just the reality of it. So, how do we create the space that is safe for new players? How do we do that? Is it, you know, not to say require the word require? You know, throws up a bunch of red flags for people, but. You know, it's just, I, 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 again, no answers here. This is me just kind of giving you string of consciousness. What are your guys' thoughts on here? Trying trying to now combine this idea with casual night and trying to bring in new players. Like, how do we, how do, we do this? Got a lot of crickets here. 
I know because this is this is this is a dilemma. That's why, right? Like I wanted to bring this up because I know that we didn't have the answers. Like it's just trying trying to pull this out. And Crazy Vulcan, I think hit on hit on something here really quickly. Is that even if you come to an agreement against let, let's let's say us? Okay, let's say you three. We're trying to play a league together, us four. We're, we're going to go to the game store together, and we say, or you guys say, all right, we're going to bring we're, no medalists, all that. It's going to be really toned down. Move and shoot X-Wing. Keep it simple because we know that, uh, you know, Frank, Jill, and, and Tommy are coming, and they're, they're pretty new to X-Wing. And then Dion comes in and says, yeah, but I'm practicing for this tournament. And I'm going to bring Django Zam. And you can't do anything about it. It's, it's, it's a weird thing. So I, I think the first hurdle to get over is the baseline we talked about, right? If you're making a casual night, you have to make the results of baseline winning and losing matter less. Because a, a thought that I had on the theme aspect, right? If you're trying to build over a night or maybe over, if it's like league-ish, just just for the sake of multiple nights, say say a month long thing, right? Dark side versus light side. But it's, it's less about just getting prizes for wins, but it's more about like, say you start with a somewhat restricted <clears throat> list building for all factions, right? Mm-hmm. As one faction starts to get one faction or one light side or dark side starts to get more wins, the other side now ha- now gets more things unlocked for them, starting to like re-even the scales. Ideally, meant to keep everything as even keeled as possible. So even though one side is winning, the other side is getting access to more stuff as the night or the weeks go on. So you're not gaining prizes; you're just winning to win in this little fat battle of of sides of of the ever light side and dark side of star wars but you're also trying to keep it as even as possible if you're trying to represent that side and let's say one night or throughout multiple nights you know 75 percent of the field brings dark side and 25 percent brings light side maybe you have something built into it that said well for each win that the light side gets it's proportionally more worth it because there's less of those people there and however it works right trying to lessen gaining prizes and store credit and more about just trying to keep it as even of a playing field in that sense of theoretical format but it's again it's getting over the hump of like making it about winning or losing overall even though that what i just mentioned does is sort of dictated by the win and loss but you're not gaining anything by winning that's a cool that's definitely a cool way to go about it you know i just i'm i am searching mentally for different alternatives than what we've done in the past to give players a safer place now i think buffalo guess he's he's, uh, one of the players out of indiana brought up something that i think is probably the most important um and that is even before the game the people is what matters the most because if you if you are fun to hang out with you're more likely to to stick around right people are more likely to stay and you know it's it's it is a 
a balancing act that we have to we have to play this community build if if your goal is community building right if you're that person i know we have plenty of people out there who are they are the community builder in their group and um yeah i just i i want to continue having these conversations have ideas now here's here's something that you know to stay on theme maybe you do something like you can have your normal we'll call it normal league right on like the even and odds days of the week or or, or, or alternating this week is 206 normal and next week is our alternative day like you still play a game of x-wing but you're doing a, a, a narrative maybe maybe it's you know, there's there's ways to play the game and try to shape something, especially if you got people who are into RPGs. It could be a really fun way to build something. I will tell you right now, one of the secret sauce things that I'm working on right now is a community narrative. OK, and it's it is a beta test to see if this is something that people would want to do continuously. You know, we did our, our RPG in person, Will, and it inspired me. I was like, I think this could be something really cool because there's something to the storytelling. It's to storytelling that people latch onto because that's why we like Star Wars, right? Because it's just cool stories. Space wizards and spaceships. That sounds awesome. Let's do that. <laughs> and I know that some people might be thinking that we're taking, you know, taking the very simple question and taking to the extreme, but I think it's important to to look at this from different angles to see if we can find different alternatives than what we've been doing in the past and this is not even and we're not going to tackle this today but this is not even tackling the another issue that we have and that is making sure to be as inclusive as possible um you know we don't have a lot of of, of women that play our game right just that's just war gaming in general it's just not common in the culture uh being fully inclusive uh, of people of all nationalities race sexual orientation all all of that like that we're not even tackling that right now we're just talking about what is casual and what all i really want to come out of this talk that we're having today is just that you assess think have an idea, try something. The worst that can happen is that nothing happens, right? I will. You, you've been kind of quiet. What What are your thoughts here? As I've been rambling, I'm take. Uh, actually, I liked your uh, what what you were saying about um, a narrative play and what um, what Ryan uh, was saying about kind of building a a format and getting into that kind of more thematic mindset. Um, and I think that's something that. Uh, X-Wing can have, even in a death match. Uh, here's the example, okay? I go to a lot of game stores. I got nothing against people who play Magic, but I'm over here. I'm rolling dice hounds, and I'm like, come on, Dutch. All I need is just, you know, paint on this reroll. And I'm like, oh, we got it. You know, big success or whatever. And we're like, like oh, I can't believe I blanked out, right? And we're... Uh, the, the players at the table, when they can be excited and, you know, vocal and kind of building this narrative of, like, uh, every, every time I have, like, colored generics, I'm like, like, Pink's him, uh, the MVP. He's just been nattying out of everything, right? Like, you're, like, you're going to make, uh, you're going to be promoted out of cadet someday, Pink, uh, things like that, right? I'm, like, talking to my ships and ha having fun. But then I look over at 
um, magic players. I'm just singling them out because they're the most common. Uh, and the magic players, they're in that competitive mindset. They got their cards silent, right? The only words they're communicating are necessary things to their opponent, right? And I've seen people in X-Wing do this where, you know, no, no small talk, just like, here's my list. Oh, you saw it? Cool. Um, like, and then like, no, no side chat, no excitement of just being like, yeah, I rolled natural three. Oh yeah, I killed the ship. Okay, cool. I'm up on points now. Like, uh, that kind of like, that level of like monotone, like just playing to, uh, to win essentially. But I think that turns off a lot of players who are looking for a fun way to interact with people, right? So if they see a bunch of people, uh, you know, quietly staring at their dials or getting upset when their ship blanks out, it just doesn't have the same effect for a player who can then be like, well, this really isn't as much fun as like me just playing with my friends at my house. I can just invite some people over for some card games or whatever, and I'd be having more fun than coming out to the local game store. So I think that it's something that I don't think a lot of us do. And if we do do it, it's like subconscious, right? You don't think about trying to uh, project a fun atmosphere and um, to not only your opponent, right? But I guess to everybody else around you. Um, and that's, uh, like I said, I, it's something that it's hard to notice, but like once you start looking around, I've been to a lot of tournaments where it's just like dead silent, right? Like, everyone's in their dial phase or whatever, right? But on a league night, on a casual night, I'm thinking about all those streams, Dion, from uh, pastimes, right? You got Al and Nate uh, just cracking jokes, you know, having fun uh, in the background. And uh, that that can really draw people into the game as well, you know? Uh, just somebody be like, well, I just came to pick up a comic book. But, like, those four dudes are going nuts over there about dice and spaceships. Like, I have to know. Like it can actually draw people into the game um, by being young, like legitimately showing that you're having fun and getting it fun for your opponent too. I love it. Love it. Any, any other thoughts? I know, I know that this was a, this is hard to talk about. I, I, I get it. I know it's hard to talk about. Um, And the reason, the biggest reason why I wanted to bring this up is we, like I said, things are opening up and we are going to be in a stage of rebuilding a lot of our communities. There are people who will, you know, the, your tried and trues, you know, your hardcore players will probably still show up when, when the store opens again, right? Um, you're going to have some people on on the edge who might come out, not necessarily because you know, who might not come out, because, not, not a medical reason, but they might just not be as excited about the game, you know, that you got your fringe people, the ones who would show up maybe once a month, once every other month, they kind of show up once in a while, but they're not there all the time. Um, we, as, as a community, we've been able to stay active with a lot of people playing on TTS and all that, but... I don't want what I don't want is us to be satisfied 
And I think that's what I'm worried about. Because it's very easy when we have, when you see a 140-person tournament on GSP, oh, this is awesome, look at all these people who are playing X-Wing, I'm watching, there's 600 people watching, and those numbers, they sound really strong, they sound really good. But when you stop, when, uh, there's this, this this phrase that I came across in a, in a, in a uh, somebody was talking to me about business, but it was like, when you're not growing, you're dying, right? And I want to see things continue to grow in our community um find solutions be creative and if there is if something isn't working in your community try something different because something is likely better than doing nothing and letting it just go away especially especially if you're in a community that doesn't have a ton of people make sure you're communicating and for some of us who are more introvert right more introvert it might be time to be you know take the risk and talk to somebody out there because i will tell you we've gotten we've gotten a couple of players just by by they kind of walk by they're looking and you just turn you say hi right and they, there's this surprise you know they have a moment of panic sometimes they look at you and they go they talk to me <laughs> like they don't know who you are right it's not like oh it's zion from gsp i'm just a, i'm just a dude saying hi right hey how's it going and then all of a sudden we're, we get into a conversation what is this game oh we're you know we're playing x-wing star wars and oh, i noticed there's an x-wing on the table you know and and that can that can open up things really quickly just be able to communicate with people try different things guys and i would love i would love to to hear your guys ideas and what you actually try to implement because a lot of us you know r right now we're in the theory crafting stage but i want to see what actually works uh, that's i i really do any it other thoughts always, it, it is always helpful even if it's just as simple as a poll pulse check your own community right whether it's online <clears throat> through like facebook polls whether it's like directly at the store, have them keep like a simple piece of paper and a tally. And anyone who comes in that buys X-Wing or Star Wars based products, ask the store if they could just put this piece of paper in front of them and say, what would, what would you like to play and when? Simple. Yep. Yep. And, and you know, there's a, there's a lot of Star Wars, exciting Star Wars content coming with uh, the book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, all this stuff. And what what I have noticed pre-COVID is the trends for X-Wing go, they flow with the popularity of Star Wars. It's just a reality. The biggest boom of players I ever saw is when The Force Awakens came out. It was a massive boom. Yes, they, Ryan. Ryan was part part of that group, right? Like Not me, <laughs> right? And I would say this is. I think we mentioned it a couple weeks ago. There's some marketing work to be done by AMG and Asmodee when it comes to comes to that because not only were people hyped about star wars right but um but they ended up all these offshoots ended up being created because they made their product available to a to a more general base just by having it at target right there there are there are guys who i know who like collect a lot of the action figures and they're there they're looking and they're saying hey 
that there's this new game. I'm, I'm going to pick up one. Why? Because why? Because it's Star Wars. You get them to open the box, take a look, and you never know. You got you got to throw some throw some dart to the dartboard and uh, and see what happens. I don't think they should sell expansions at Target, but the starter sets at least. <laughs> Something like that. All right. Um, that that's our podcast for today, guys. That that is it. I know um, a little bit of a weird weird episode us just kind of theory crafting we're not bringing you a a a finite idea what is right what is wrong we just want to start a conversation and we're going to continue the conversation in our discord hopefully you enjoyed it let's have some fun play some games we will see you wednesday night go team usa do you have any final shout outs before we call it for the night and i go work on my graduate thesis Take it, Will. Ooh, just, uh, I, I think I did it earlier, but shout out to uh, Kenneth Lyon, um, our sub subbing in, big pressure moment, coming in, flying a very specific Empire list, and got the W. Um, that's huge. That's what we need our subs to do. And um, I'm, I'm hoping to see some good work out of Tommy and uh, Ken from now on. So we're rooting for you. Glad you're able to pull it off, man. Ryan? Um, shout out to all the other people who've jumped in from the community, whether I'm just being aware of them during COVID, if they were active before, but everyone who's jumped in to stream all these XTC games, um, and sharing those streams along with everyone to make sure that there are opportunities to see all these games from around the world. Make sure you help support the other platforms and everyone who is trying to be a part of building a community within themselves and sharing all these games online with everyone to so support the other creators as well as streamers. Marcel. Um... Yeah, I, I think last week I shouted out Filippo and, and the organizers and all that. I think that was a really good shout-out by, by Ryan, so I'm just going to kind of ditto his. Um, it's been pretty awesome. And if you if you don't know, go to, I believe it's called the XTC2021.space. No, it's just or... the, XTC, the XTC.space. That's it. Gotcha. Okay, just go to, to the XTC.space. And then on the navigation, go to videos and then streamers. And it'll give you a list of about 20 uh, streamers, everything from Gold Squadron and some of the other larger channels at South Game and so forth to some of the channels that you never knew existed. Uh, definitely my sub count went from like a couple handful to more than a handful. And you don't have to drop a sub. You can just go there open and hit the follow the follow is helpful too so just mm -hmm. and it's helpful to you as well because now when i turn on my my twitch i'm like oh there's two or three different games and most of the time they'll be in english sometimes it's in other channels and then also um they're just entertaining uh like we talked i mentioned last week the chile no actually we're playing chile now i wonder if we're gonna get streamed by some of theirs hopefully we make them cry instead of say lo mato lo mato the other <laughs> way around because we killed them but um <laughs> me mataste ah! yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds like the end of a carson game most likely right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. uh but yeah just 
again, just dittoing uh, Ryan's. Go to the website, click on all those. Uh, they're not all Twitch. They're Twitch and YouTube and different channels, and you'll be surprised. Like me, one of my favorites has been Treino Maldoso. Um, you probably can't listen to them on most days because they're usually in Portuguese, but in the XCC, they're doing English. Uh, just really good production value. They eh? like they got the intros like room room like like Sports Center thing uh, going on, um, and then some of the just the other channels um, from you. You can tell some people that just started streaming uh, because they're not keeping like a steady camera. They're like they're 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 moving it around as if they're just seeing the camera by themselves. They're like, well, I'm getting ready to go here, but um, but no, it's it's, it's been fun so. Awesome. Yeah, go ahead. We've been doing, uh, we did a couple of collaborations on Saturday and I'm looking forward to bringing more creators uh, with us for XC games and future galaxies and all that. So, uh, yeah, but tons of creators out there. Shout out to them and I'll be reaching out to more for more community team ups. So that's it for the night. Thank you so much for hanging out. Remember, get your tickets for the Lamu Galactic Championship Qualifier. It is a hyperspace event happening uh, in the next couple weeks in June. So excited about that. It is happening during the Buenos Aires time zone. And um, yeah, get your tickets and let's play some X-Wing. Hopefully you enjoy everything here at Gold Squadron. Remember, continue the conversation in our Discord, exclamation point Discord, if you're watching on Twitch, or just click the link in the YouTube description down below. Thanks for watching, everybody. Stay smart. Stay safe. Gold Squadron.